0: you train for
1: life
0: welcome to train for life a podcast brought to you by isi elite training i'm adam rice founder and ceo and we'll be hosting this alongside amanda hall our coo tune in weekly as we explore topics on personal and professional development to help you level up in all aspects of your life we call this training for life What's up, guys? And welcome back. Amanda and I are super excited to welcome our next guest to the Train for Life podcast, Stephen Williams. Stephen is a proud father of two beautiful children and inspiring. I'm just going to nix that word inspiring and say a motivational speaker, not inspiring. He already is an author, serial entrepreneur, and the latest title is a fitness model.
2: Wow. Yeah. His new
0: book, Emerge, was published in 2021 by Inspired Network Publishing Group, LLC, which is owned by Steven himself. Steven's fitness journey has been an incredible thrill, with Steven losing over 85 pounds so far. He continues to motivate through his actions, which is actively sharing his workouts on his social media pages and sharing the good news really about fitness and inspiring people. So... Breaking down all barriers and crushing all obstacles, Stephen's life demonstrates being inspired into action.
2: Welcome, Stephen. I'm Thank- so excited to have you here today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you both. Yes, I
0: can't wait to dive into your story and uh, allow people to hear it. So you're a uh, a member at, at Dilworth. So and, and for those of you that don't know, Dilworth is our, our Charlotte location. You're a father, motivational speaker um so just just tell us your story like tell us your story how did you, how did you grow up obviously you've dealt with um being overweight right so tell us a little bit about your story and, and how you found isi and um just give us a rundown
1: well a quick rundown uh, i grew up my mom was a single parent so sports was something that i played within the neighborhood uh, basketball baseball sometimes kickball in school I was overweight, and and I would eat and eat the snacks, all the things that a regular teenager Mm -hmm. or child would eat. However, as I got older, fitness became less and less a part of my life. As I got older in my teenage years, I became to the partying and the hanging out and eating the foods without fitness in my life. So then I began to really gain weight. And that's when you hear the terms morbid obese, when you go to the doctor and you start hearing as you get in your 20s, pre-diabetes and things of that nature. Those are things that I didn't want to be a part of my life. So I would go on into my early 20s. And once again, fitness still wasn't a big part of my life. I would enter maybe a gym here and there, keep the membership for a month or so, never really show up like I was supposed to, I would fall back off the train again. So fitness for me this time around is definitely something that's new to this capacity because this time around I've taken it seriously and I have not fallen off and I enjoy it. Fast forward, I have children, uh, a wife, There's, there's so many changes that have taken place in my life since I've Seriously, began my fitness journey, even in my personal relationships. So, it's there's a lot, but it's it's a major part of who I am today.
2: Where did you grow up?
1: Queens, New York, and Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's a mixture of both. Uh, Mostly Charlotte, but I I I love the South. I love the North. I love it all. So
2: when you um, when you talk about fitness, it you know became less and less. I think as growing up and as a teenager, did you play sports or anything like that? Or or was it more or less um, not playing sports or, or not really knowing like in that, you know, and I, I have two teenage daughters, right? So, you know, I kind of feel like you go through that phase where you're young, you're a kid, you're playing outside, and then there's there's kind of that transition in life, right? And depending on home life, depending on who you're around, what you know, what you don't know, um do you feel like it was more from an active standpoint when you said like fitness became less of my life do you feel like it was just like you don't know what you don't know or was it more like habits or what you had grown up around and seen
1: absolutely you couldn't hit it more you you couldn't be more precise where i'm from we think about well let me let me rephrase that let me start over again the communities that i've i've lived in we come from sometimes those are considered underserved communities so you want to money money's the focal point finances you just come out the gate and you're just working and you're working and you're working and trying to make things happen but you don't think about yourself and fitness falls in that bunch, that category. Well, some guys, they get out and will shoot basketball on the weekends here and there. But as far as every day, making that a part of my routine, it did not exist. It was just survival. It was this or it was that or it was buying clothing to compensate for the fact that I was getting overweight. And I think uh, I found myself hiding behind uh, maybe vehicle purchases, clothing and just certain things and we come up with all types of excuses not to work out basically
0: yeah. i'm I'm curious I want to dive in and really unpack your story because I think it's there's there's different phases of your story that you know someone listening to this may may resonate with like we're sitting here, you're in the midst right of your fitness journey and a journey that never ends like let's be real, we're all on a journey <laughs> um, but you're in it, and when you first began, I heard you telling a story around coach Layla so coach Layla is the owner of ISI Dilworth and how did she you know you you said you've been in and out and on the roller coaster what was it that she did because she was at Orange Theory you were a member at Orange Theory right that's where that relationship began
1: yes
0: how did she impact your life so much that you drive for people that don't know from Lake Wiley (laughs) to downtown Charlotte on a daily basis at four some odd <laughs> 15 in the morning, mostly because of her, right? And and what how she's impacted your life. Tell us a little bit of story about you, just your guys' relationship.
1: Yes. I was going to Orange Theory Fitness. I, I, I signed up. Like I said, I was 365 pounds. I walk into those doors and everyone's, you know, for the most part, trim. and And I'm like, okay, here it is. And I remember going in between the different blocks, the water row in particular, Mm -hmm. and you have to strap your foot. Well, I wasn't able to do it fast enough at times. And uh, I would just watch people. Everyone was zooming around and going about. And Layla would actually take the time out to help me, you know, unstrap or strap so I can get going with everyone else. And I, there would be times I would get tired and she would come and stand on the rower and, you know, just that extra push, that extra motivation, come beside you and actually row. She was involved. It showed that she truly cared and and, and wanted not only myself, but it's just her, you know, people to really win and and be successful. That right there would meant everything to me at that point. It really did. And I, I saw she genuinely cared. And, and from that point on. I'm like, team coach Layla. Here it is, and, and I'm here.
0: And you follow you followed her from she's now a franchise owner at ISI, but you followed her from from Orange Theory to ISI, and it, you know that's that's really where that relationship was curated. So,
1: Adam, that was a no brainer. Yeah, the moment Layla left, yeah. I was lost. I I just knew I was going to fall off the bandwagon. I'm just going to be transparent. Yeah. When I asked her where did you go, and she told me. I said, "Say no more." I was in the parking lot with her working out before the buildings even opened up. You know, so yes, there was a no-brainer for me, awesome. and I'm glad I did it.
0: <laughs> I've got one more question. I'll, I'll I'll let Amanda run with it, but to me, there I, I've been doing this for well over ten years now, and and really got my start in as a coach, right? And what I, one thing I know is there's a breaking point. There's that 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 threshold of pain that's like. I can't do this anymore, whether it's being overweight, not having energy, whatever it is. But do you remember or recall the breaking point that you were so overweight that you said, I got to do something about this?
1: I remember like it was yesterday. I went into a mirror in my home downstairs in the foyer, the powder room, we call them, right? I go into the powder room and I, I look in the mirror at myself and I looked at myself in the eyes, I like in the face. And I said, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. You know, I had I had just finished maybe eating dinner and dessert and I uh, had a, maybe a few beverages but I was tired. I was just sick and tired of just being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of when I go to the store I can't go in and just buy what I want. I have to order it online. I'm 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 tired because I'm coming up with excuses saying that the vehicles are being made smaller when in essence they're not being made smaller. That's just me using a defense mechanism to make an excuse for my inability to be disciplined with my 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 fitness and and self-care. So I remember that moment. It was an evening and I stood at myself and I looked in the the mirror and I said, no, I've got to do something different. It stops.
2: Wow. What would you say? uh, You know, I think we all think. The weight loss journey is and I, I think a lot of people find that pain point and sometimes it is weight related, but we all know like the journey. I mean, your your story, and, you know, I don't know if anybody's seen the video that we have on our Instagram, um, and it's been on LinkedIn, like, we share it, and I don't know if you know this, but um, our Discovery Days, we share a video of you, I mean, and we're, our team is, it's highly emotional, because, and it touches me, because I hear what what started as a, I'm tired of this, I have to do something different, and maybe from a weight loss journey for you, you really... Talk about in that too being a dad, but like also those changes that have come from it. Like, talk about that because I think sometimes, you know, there's so much more on the other side if that courage to come in the door. But what are those changes that you feel like you've had in your life um, beyond weight that maybe you wouldn't have thought would have come from, you know, working out at ISL training, but just taking that step?
1: Well, I, I, I left something extremely important out. I have lupus. That's one major factor for me. I also had a doctor tell me that I was facing, like, pre-diabetes, right? So those were also factors that were on the horizon as well as my children. Like, I want to play with my kids. I want to run up and down the street and not get tired. I, I want to go on vacation and not be too tired to bend over and play in the sand with my little girl and my son and and run up and down the street just play basketball volunteering as a coach on the basketball all those things that may seem not to be huge factor those are huge those are huge so all of those things play a significant role in my weight loss journey my life has changed because i'm able to participate on a level that i wasn't able to participate before and um, just recently, last Tuesday, I'm running up and down the court with my son's basketball team as the assistant coach, and I'm shuffling side to side. These are movements that we do in ISI, and I'm feeling great because I'm not winded, and I'm keeping up with the little kids running up and down the court. And Such
2: a great feeling. It, it's
1: awesome. So this it's impacted my life in so many ways. It's awesome. Uh,
0: you say it was interesting. I was I was laying in bed last night, and obviously the headlines right now are are insane, right? Like you've got the the disaster of the school shootings and all of that happening. And I, I started to to look, and I'm like, man, like I know that heart disease is the number one killer, and you know to take absolutely nothing away from the travesty of what's happened and is happening. There's over two thousand people a day that die. heart disease most under the age of 65 and so you know less of a question but more of a statement of like man like that was you like that you were on that path as so many others are and i'm curious to know like it's one thing to to get the results you you've gotten but how important has community been in, in sustaining the results and the relationships that you've built so you know, when you do have those tendencies to to fall off track,
1: you you have community to lean on. It's 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 been an integral part of my journey, especially here in ISI. When you walk through those doors. And you you see people that you work out with you you feel like you almost feel like you're obligated to show up you feel like you're obligated to perform, even though there your your performance isn't based on another individual's performance you just feel like you're part of a team you just feel like you're part of a a greater good like you all are striving for the same part point results whatever you want to words you want to put in there some mornings you just don't feel like it. Some mornings five o'clock comes way too early. But see, I know if I just show up, I know that Carson's gonna come over and pat me. I know that Kathy's gonna say, keep it going. I know Julia's gonna say, <laughs> way to go. I know Coach Brandon is gonna be like, come on, get up now. And we're all cheering each other on all the time. And I believe that community plays, is everything, it's everything. Because there's times where <laughs> community is all you have. So I'll leave it I'll leave it there.
2: Yeah, and you also know if you don't show up they're gonna be like, Steven, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> where have you been? That's my favorite one. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. Where are you? Is everything okay? Um talk a little bit about how you um your book, right? So what was the what was your, you know, motivation behind writing that book and and tell everybody a little bit about that.
1: Wow. Emerge Revelations of an Entrepreneur is the title of my book. The motivation behind the book really began. It came around the time when the pandemic first hit. We had social injustices going on. We had uh, injustice. We had the the pandemic. People were losing jobs. And it, it seemed like people were frantic. And I remember sitting at a table watching a man get drugged by an 18 wheel on Facebook. Wow. They were looting. They were robbing his truck and 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 the person that was stealing got drugged and, and he died. And 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 I said, if anyone right now has any one thing to put out in the world positive, now is the time. I didn't know how to make a video. I didn't know how to do <laughs> anything, okay? I really didn't. And so that began the the beginning of Emerge. I began to jot ideas and notes, things that were in my mind, anything positive that I've experienced, even my hardships, I I share my hardships and setbacks, all types of things because right now, especially as a time where we need to all band together. And that's one thing we do here at ISI, we band together. And and I wanted to just put out a, a piece of work that could give something to anyone in society, one person. It's amazing.
0: Where where can people where can people find that if they wanted to to dive into it?
1: Absolutely, emerge is on Amazon. The ebook version, the print copy was on my website, inspiredbysteven.com, but it's no longer a, a link available. So you can just get it off Amazon or Barnes and Noble's ebook. I'm in the studio right now working on the audio oh, cool. book version, which is actually fun, and that'll be available soon on Amazon as well. But that's
0: awesome. So talk to me about how how important not only is you know there there needs t- really transformation happens when you can tell the truth right like there comes a point like you said i was making excuses uh, and transformation happens when you can really tell yourself the truth drop excuses and so there was that point where you told the truth and and when i when it comes down to that how important is it F- to have support outside of like you've got the, you've got the community at, at ISI right but that's one hour uh, out of your day and granted you're you're developing relationships there that exceed the four walls but how important is it to have you know community at home and, and like-minded people that are driving you outside of that and then how has uh, your fitness journey not impacted you as a father because you've already dove into that but impacted the change in your kids, and do they have a different relationship with fitness now
1: wow, I said that's a huge question yeah for starters, if you the support for me, like I said, Layla plays such a huge role in my journey because when I would leave, whether it was uh the the, the four walls that we work out in, and you go home what's waiting for you at home because the, the for me the, the the most part was eating mm-hmm. so is it a pound cake waiting for me at home is it lasagna baked macaroni and cheese is it fried chicken uh, what's waiting for me at home yeah is, is it the soda is it the juice is it all the things that existed to get me to help aid and get me to the point where i'm at today um you, you definitely need someone At home, you need community at home. You need a system at home in place to help you be successful because it'll prolong. That's what happened to me initially in my journey. It it, it prolonged me getting the transformation that I'm going after solely because my eating was off yeah and it's hard to go home when you smell some big lasagna after you know a nice workout yeah and and then we all say cheat days We, we use that but what happens when monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday every day becomes a cheat day it's no longer a cheat day you're just you're not being effective at that point so community at home is if not more equally important than the community in your in your ISI family, your, your Fit fam, and and that's one thing I, I can attest to. The support and the community that we have here at ISI has really carried over into my personal life. It's it's, it's carried over. It's in my conversation throughout my day. Mm-hmm. My kids, my kids, they they're ISI also. They're part of it. They are. They love to work out. They love to exercise. They love to. They get mad at me daddy i want to exercise too and they, love that. they're just a part of it they, they're big
2: cheerleaders of you because when they've come into isi they're so excited to watch you work out which i love
1: well thank you so much and, and and it's it's a pleasure to have them be a part of this journey because they can adopt healthy habits and have a healthier lifestyle as well they're becoming conscious of course in a great way you know dad you know, you, you can't eat this or we can't eat that. And so, it, look, this community has impacted my family, myself, in so many different ways and so many different dynamics that I'd be sitting here all day telling you about it. But in a positive way.
2: I think the what you've done for yourself, I mean, I think is... I mean, just coming through the door, starting your journey, changing your habits, but what that does to transcend into your children. I mean, just even as a mother, I mean, you know, Adam has kids too, as a father, like what you, the example that you're leading them and like what they see, I think is so powerful. I always think through that, like, what do my kids see in me and those habits that, and I, I love what you said about, you know, what am I coming home to? And then you have to create that sometimes, sometimes someone's not going to be there to cheer you on, right? Let's just be real. Not everybody has that support system at home. And so you have to create an, an an environment that is for you and your goals, you know, from the food you have in your fridge to, you know, what you listen to every day. And, you know, I know that you talk, you just talked a lot about that. And that, that's part of being really intentional. But um what do you think are some of the practical things if you were, you know, kind of diving underneath that to other people that they may take away if somebody's in this bucket and they're like, "Yep, yeah, okay, I've started my fitness journey. I'm not seeing, you know, what the results I want." And you talked about kind of like that that fitness side was was going, but you weren't seeing the results because of the nutritional element. What are some like practical habits that maybe you did at home that helped you kind of start to see that result?
1: You said something a second ago. You said, let's be real. So, and that's the only way I know how to be real. I'm going to give it to you real, okay? give it real. Stop the drinks, the alcoholic beverages. That was the number one. I lost the majority of my, my weight when I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped for about a year and six months or so. That's when I dropped the most majority of my weight. And for me, that was detrimental. I'm 365 pounds. I don't need it. I don't I don't need it. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say after a long day it's not okay to to do whatever you wanna do. But I for me, I stopped. And it wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy, trust me. But it was a choice. And and um the, the the cakes follow. Maybe every time I go and I go to my favorite restaurant, I can't get the key lime pie that I love. Maybe it's every other time and over time, you're putting in so much effort in the gym and you see your body changing. You don't even want to indulge like you used to indulge so anymore. True. You, you yeah. see your pant size going down. I, and I'm going to go ahead and the full disclosure, I guess, here. I haven't done it on my social media yet, but I have a pair of pants in my closet that are a size 54. Mm. I've got a pair of pants that my brother actually bought for me about two months ago that are size 44. Wow. wow now that's a huge huge difference yeah so the little things that we think we need the comfort foods we don't really need them we we we, Mm -hmm. we, if if you're at a point like i was and you were sick and tired of being sick and tired when it comes to alcohol because that's an interesting
0: one i think a lot of it so actually tell us like what was your drinking habits
1: That's Um, a major one. Yeah.
0: So, what were you having one or two a day? Was it more? (laughs) What were you drinking?
1: Like, let's dive into that. No way it wasn't one or two. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one or two. No. Okay. All right. I'm not going to say that. It was more like a a bottle. You know, those little pints of Patron. I love Patron. I'm a tequila guy. Yeah. So, I would get the little pints of Patron. Sometimes I go back to the store for the second bottle. Wow, my guy would have a smile on his face every time he see me pull up you know it was a little boutique there for me and and i would go and and um i, I would indulge some weeks it would be three bottles little bottles and, and it's so social right because you're with the neighbors you're outside and everyone's talking and laughing and they're passing the wine around and everyone has a new beer for you to try before you know it how many calories did you just consume yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it well, was and then a it social numbs
2: thing. It, you know, the alcohol Then numbs your, I mean, in some ways it numbs your judgment. I find if I, if I have a couple of drinks, I eat a lot more, yep. you know, That's, I'm not, I'm not as aware of what my goals are or I'm more, I'm more apt to compromise them. Absolutely.
1: You know? And in the beginning for me, it was the fact that, Oh, I'm going to work out tomorrow. So I'll burn it off. Well, that became too, it became too often, too much. I, I yeah. can't do that every day. Um, some people say, "Well, do you work?" Yeah, I work, but it was social hour was was a big, bigger part, you know, of my life at a certain point. With the kids being outside, the neighbors, and things like that. But stuff like that, you just have to really monitor what you're taking.
0: Yeah, I think because it is like Amanda hit on the head. It's the byproduct of alcohol oftentimes is far worse than the alcohol itself because of the. It's again, you said it. It's a choice, right? So those people out there that are having, you know, three to four drinks, maybe it's only Friday, Saturday, Sunday that they're doing it. But the byproduct of what happens, uh, somebody told me one time, and it's always stuck with me, is calories, not to say you have to count calories, but calories are like money. And at the end of the day, we know that 3,500 calories equals one pound. And so you could be Monday through Friday, which I think a lot of us are in that boat. Your, Your bank account's right right? Like your, uh, your calorie counts, right. You're, you're being modest. You're, you're, you're really understanding and having awareness, but when it comes down to the weekend or the social atmosphere, you then are tripling your bank account in a negative way. And so all the work that you're doing Monday through Friday, you're, you're depleting it and ruining it. And I think from that standpoint, it's, it's being conscious, but also telling the freaking truth and having that awareness. Like to me, that that's everything. And you know, I got a slow metabolism. I got all, all of these things. Well, the reality is like we all have everything. And so you got, you really have to dial in and say, what, what choices am I choosing today? And that's in health, fitness, your faith, business, right? It's, it's choice based. God gives us that ability to make a choice. And that's the most beautiful thing about life, right? Is like you get to choose. And I think fitness to me is one of the most controllables, right? It's 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 literally a numbers game. It's what you put in versus what you put out. And so, you know, I hope someone listening will, will take your story and really like fully embrace that you, to start your journey, you had to tell the truth. But the ripple effect of what has happened from that is generational. You don't see it right now, but it's generational change. You're changing your kids' kids' lives, which is crazy, you know? So it's it's amazing.
1: So. you're absolutely right.
2: All right. We're going to um, wrap it up and ask sure. you a, a couple questions. So everybody gets to know a little bit more about Steven. You ready? I am ready. All to right,
1: go. <laughs> No pressure.
2: Okay. What would you say is your, do you have a favorite quote?
1: You know, that's fairly easy. I'm going to be honest. The guy who wrote the forward to my book, Les Brown, you got to be hungry. Well, I have to say it with a little bit more, you got <laughs> to be hungry, right? <laughs> Just, yes. You know, and and, and then you have to be hungry, even for this. Yeah.
2: Yes, I love that. Um, favorite book?
1: Wow. W. Clement Stone is the author, and it's The Success System That Never Fails. I love that book.
2: Awesome. Mm. Um, okay, if you could tell your older self today, mm. Or I guess if you were, if you could have told your younger self something that your older self has learned or knows today, what what would that have been?
1: Get to the gym. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> All
2: right, who's the who's the person who's inspired you the most?
1: Well, that question is twofold. I'm going to start with my grandmother, who passed away, who I also dedicated my first chapter. Queen Jackson story after. I saw that woman work so hard and do so much for so many people that when I get weary, no, there is no such thing as weary. There's no such thing as not showing up. She has inspired me so much. And when I look at my children, I cannot let them down for anything. Daddy has to get up at four. Or 3.45 to get ready. I get up about 3.30, 3.45 to get ready to make it to my 5 o'clock session. I, if I don't do it for them, I have to do it for me as well. But my children inspire me to do so many things on so many levels. When I think I don't have the energy, when I've worked 14-hour days, when I've done a, a, a interview somewhere, and, and then I have to think about sleeping four hours to get up and go to the gym at 5 a.m., I think about my children and, and they're huge motivators for me
2: i love that it's all it, it's amazing to think how much our children and ins- i love that you said they inspire you but they inspire you to choose you you yes. know um which is just that's amazing all right last question um i have to know i'm not going to ask your favorite movement i'm i'm going to ask you if you had to pick between burpees and sled push
1: <laughs> what would you pick <laughs> <laughs> Layla, close your ears. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the slap push. <laughs> but I have to admit, for Murph on uh, this past Monday, our Memorial Day workout, I did elect to do burpees a few rotations out of that. So I'm proud of myself. Okay.
0: That's amazing. Well, man, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And again, what was the name of the book?
1: Uh, the name of the book is Emerge Revelations of an Entrepreneur. And it My, can be found on Amazon. On Amazon. Uh, thank you all for having me here. I'm super excited to be here. This was so much fun, and you all are just absolutely beautiful. Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, just, just a reminder. The purpose of this podcast is to bring value to all of you guys on all aspects of what it means to train for life, both personally and professionally. So, if Stephen's story resonated with you, which I'm sure it did um, – my ask is this: Just send it to someone who would be inspired by it, because I think there's a lot of people, whether they're uh, they're going through a weight loss journey or not, that can take some lessons away from from Steven's story. So, I appreciate it. And uh, until next time, see you on the turf.